morning, campers. Welcome to the Camp Good Boy podcast. Oh, Nick, you got your wish. <laughs> <laughs> I did get my wish. No more orange. I got my wish, but now I feel like, um, do we have like waivers ready for the campers who are going to dare risk coming out of their houses right now? Uh, um, I mean, yeah, I'm so happy that Trump is defeated. I, I can't tell you guys how elated I was on election night. And I mean, it was really like, it was like Alabama Citadel. No, <laughs> it was, I mean, it was, a, butt, it was a butt kicking. I'm going to, I mean, I, you predicted it was going to be a landslide. And I mean, electoral, electorally speaking, it was. Yeah. I mean, that many, that big of a difference in the popular vote and in the electoral vote. I mean. It was a butt kicking. Yeah. Because he, he beat Trump by more than Trump beat, um, who's the woman he ran against? Um, what's her name? <laughs> uh, she's a murder, mass murderer uh, with her husband. Claire, Claire Underwood? Uh, yeah. She's the woman who runs a pedophile ring out of a pizza she, basement. She had, uh, yeah, Hillary, she, yeah, Hillary oh, the pizza lady. She's a mass murdering uh, pedophile <laughs> kidnapper, a drinker, har- harvester, reptilian. <laughs> right. uh, Hillary Clinton. Yes, Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know what's funny, though? You know what's funny, though? I mean, as far as, like, I got some real, like, uh, you know, douche, douche emails the day after and some really panicky calls on Tuesday night. People being like, oh, my God, what's happening? We're freaking out. And I kept telling people, guys, it's over. Like, we won. Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I went to bed feeling very happy. But once again, like, the mainstream media has got this whole fucking thing wrong again because... We keep hearing about how, how even my wife was like, half the country voted for this man, seventy over seventy million. And I had to say, you know, honey, a grand total of one hundred and fifty million people voted in this election. That means we still have fifty percent of the country decided to sit this one out. Yeah. So this the seventy million people who voted for him—that's about a third of the country. Yeah, and you know, I'm also getting the feeling that all those people came out of their trailer parks for the first time four years ago. They came out for the second time last week, mm-hmm. and they're never going to come out again. Probably not. They're like, yeah, you know what, man? Not. We came out once, we we did it, and now we came out again, and we didn't. Man, I'm just going to stay inside. <laughs> right? Yeah, I, I'm fine. I don't need to. Yeah. So it's all it's all good. I always love when Fox News calls the mainstream media the mainstream media. It's like Fox News, stop acting like you're fucking Wes Anderson in like yeah. 1998. <laughs> you know, like you're fucking have so many viewers. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? You're the mainstream media, also. I you know. just pick a different side. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I do agree with you, Brandon. I think they are going to head back to their trailers. I mean, a good a good a couple thousand of them came to DC this weekend. Um, right. And many of them got beaten badly. Uh, but I, I, I think a lot of them are gonna head back, and they'll just, and they'll just tell their grandkids, "There's no, there's no fair elections in this country." Yeah, and b- you know, and by the way, that wasn't the Brooks Brothers riot. That was like the Target riot. Yeah, yeah, it that was, that was yeah. like because the <laughs> Brooks Brothers people are just like, man, you know, we lost. Like, and it's not there, there's no the margin isn't as narrow as it was during Bush v. Gore. Mm-hmm. So this was literally the Target riot, and they're just like, man, this ain't even worth the it. The Wrangler Gene riot. Yeah, this ain't even this ain't even fucking worth it. Man, and uh, and also this whole all these games that you know the uh, you know there was a second when Pompeo came out and said, uh, well, we're gonna ensure a sl- smooth transition to a Trump second term. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, are they gonna like start putting people in the Pentagon and they're gonna actually overthrow the the, the government? 
And I and then I started to realize mm. that's just that's just not happening. It seems yeah. from from what I gather uh, and what I'm what I'm what I'm feeling is that Trump is now realizing what what happened. But what's going on today, dude? So they're pulling he pulled out all these Trump troops from Afghanistan and Iraq, which should be good news, but seems a little abrupt. What what's his play there? I think his play Ratings. now is to yeah. break his furniture. I think his play there is to break as much furniture out the door. As humanly possible. I mean, he's. He, I mean, yeah, I was nervous when Pompeo did that, but then I was also like, that guy's <laughs> such a swarthy fatso. I thought he would drop dead at any moment. Uh, live, at, live at Pompeo. Um, <laughs> but um, no, I think his. I, I don't. I know. I think his move. I don't. I don't know what his moves are. I feel like we're watching a like uh, a pretend coup if Stanley Kubrick was directing it, you yeah. know, where they're not really sure what, you know, what to do. I mean, like how to pull it off entirely. Right. So you think he's just trying stuff. He's like, well, I have the power to do this and I have the power to do that. Mm. Let me do that and see how that changes the table because he's literally, the playbook is out the window because he lost. Mm-hmm. He clearly lost and he knows it. Yeah. So is he now just kind of seeing like, what could I do to 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 still overthrow the government. I think it, when you well, I think I think a lot of these moves, I think a lot of the moves that he's pulling are moves that he he was going to pull had it been closer. So yeah. he's just like, all right, I lost. Let's just let's just try him out anyway and see what happens. I mean, I never in my life have I thought, you know, boy, have we existed? We've like literally existed under this sort of false pretense for so long. I mean, the funny thing is, is like the Brooks Brothers riot kind of worked because it was just a bunch of dudes like storming a room with like croquet mallets yeah. and badminton. It and was badminton. performance art, really. Badminton. It was like, like it was conservative performance guys. art. It that was, was con- hilarious. It was conservative yeah, performance very, art. Those guys were very scary, right? <laughs> yeah. Those were like those are like drunk cokeheads from Dorian's who, yeah. you know, you know, would who would you know talk a big game. The target I thought it was good that <laughs> Ford Bronco released a new Bronco this week. Yeah. Like their new Awesome Bronco because I think it distracted some of these Target rioters yeah. because they're a little more dangerous, but they're also sort of like zombies where they they're like they'll chase the red light. So well, it's good for good props to Ford Bronco for coming out with some new. And, and by the way, that's uh, what they're more interested in. We said this I think last week where it's like when if Trump were to win, the left, whether it's the crazy left or the balanced left or the normal or the whatever left. Uh, they're they're fighting. There is an injustice when they go out and fucking riot. Mm-hmm. It's anti-fascism. Right. When the right loses, it's just kind of like they're might they're going to raise a little hell. You know, it's just going to be like the parking lot at a Molly Hatchet concert. You know, it's yeah, just going right, to be right. like, and then they're going to be like, but wait a second, like, wait, no, like it's all kind of still all good. Like, they, I mean, I that still... big, you're talking about that big DC protest. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's like they're not fighting like the North to like for slavery. No, exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's. It, it, that might be the sort of like the, the, in the back of the ideology, like that whole kind of like South will rise again kind of thing. But they know what the South isn't going to rise again, you know. And, and the South is no longer the South. It's just in pockets around the country, that kind mm-hmm. of like MAGA mentality. But at the end of the day, when they lose, they're not really losing their, the heart, their heart and soul. Whereas when Trump wins, the, the, the ju- injustice prevails. Like, I mean, it's not okay. So when like all these people riot and fucking go crazy, mm-hmm. it's actually rooted in like purpose and, 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 and reason. Yeah. It's always funny when you it's see, one, you know, it's one of these weird thoughts that I've had over the last couple of days too, where we've talked a lot about how, you know, Trump, Trump, this is the crazy thing about Trump, right? Where 
he is a cult leader and all these people are in his cult. Mm -hmm. But the difference, but the fundamental difference between Trump and Jim Jones uh, is that Trump really, Trump just sees these people as as a money-making scheme. So he, he, he realizes I can't have them commit mass suicide. I mean, if one of them goes crazy and shoots up seven or eight people, I'm cool with that. But they can't do it on a mass scale because then I, then they'll stop making money off of them. Yeah. And, and so it's interesting, like seeing how he's got to he's got to lather them up, but then keep them keep them around. They can't kill themselves. Uh, he can't kill himself because he's still got a good ten years to make some ruler. Right. Here. I got to um, say though, for all these people that still think that it's fraud, like I texted you guys, if you Google. Voter fraud, 1988 election, all this stuff comes up. Voter fraud, yeah. 2004 election, voter fraud, 2000. You could, there's voter fraud everywhere. It's well, like any like big championship game. There's always questionable calls. Right. It's like there was, I'm sure there was voter fraud, but like. Well, again, it's in the playbook and it's like, well, what if we play the, the voter fraud card? That's the first the thing. Well, totally. Well, well, listen, this isn't Bush Gore, so we're not going to get very far with this. Now, what, what, let's pull the, I'm going to pull all the troops out of the Middle East card. Let's see what that does. Let's see what. I mean, God, uh, yeah, who knows? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but you're but you're right. It's like, you know, there's always going to be that thing. And, and by the way, if it was close or it was the other way, I mean, Biden would be exploring some of these same things in in red states. But know? if there if there was if there was breaking news, uh, uh, what is it? Um, a CNN projection. And yeah. it was like Joe Biden has flipped uh, Mississippi. I'd be like. Something's going on yeah. here, but it's yeah, like yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> literally <laughs> exactly. Joe yes, Biden yes. flipped Alabama. Yeah, then I'd be like, wait a second, something weird's going on. But he flipped the states that are always fucking blue states. <laughs> yeah. And the reason that well, no, it's like, come thing. on, like, wake up, you fucking idiots. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, no, the re- no, but here's what I would say. The real fraud, the real fraud, I mean, I mean, yes, there's voter fraud, but I honestly think the real fraud is in these polls and these pollsters because the one thing that was annoying to me about election night was how off these polls were in these Senate races. I mean, I was laughing because I, I, I gave a hundred bucks to Jamie Harrison in South Carolina. I gave a hundred bucks. I gave like 150 bucks to Mike Espy in Mississippi. In fact, at one point on Facebook, I was saying, Mike Espy is one point behind in Mississippi. That guy lost by 40 points. Yeah. So, I, so, so from now on, give, I will give never give money. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, really. Yeah, I, will give, I will never give money uh, to any, any senator, any Senate race out of my own state. Just because it seems like the hype thing to do because no. I, I, it, what a waste. Well, also look at, I mean, that's the thing. Lindsey Graham was begging on Fox News for money and he, he didn't need it. Hmm. You know, the people, if it's really close, which I didn't get the feeling that it really was, but I didn't know just because in my eyes, Jamie Harrison seems like the more current, ideological, good, yeah, right, right. diverse uh, 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 vote. And it's like, but no, man, we're talking about South Carolina. And you get, I mean, because even when you go into the deep south, like New Orleans or something, it's still like a very diverse like place. Like when you get off that the airport plane in Charleston, it's like khaki butts for days. It is, yeah, yeah, yeah it big time, yeah, it totally yeah. is. Clemson yeah. football, yeah. It ain't, yeah. I just Kenny it, Chesney, Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. This is like, yeah, you know, this is all true. And again, so, so what a racket, though. What a racket, because you just read about how. I mean, I literally, I, you know, talk about. Uh, 
being in the wrong business. I should literally just open up a political polling place and then just also act as a donation sort of center because these guys walk away with, I mean, I think Jamie Harrison raised something along the lines of $70 million. Yeah. Where did all that money go? You can't spend $70 well, million in South Carolina, well, that's by the, the thing. way. It's like, the state. it's like, wait a second. So if I, if Jamie Harrison's like, wait, oh, so I lost, but like, we still have $30 million. Can I just like take that and like, yeah. Buy a, buy a and, and, just, and just be a rich non-senator. Yeah, really. That's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, believe me, you could buy you could buy a third of you could buy a third of the land available in South Carolina for thirty million dollars. Yeah. You know, at if, the end of the day. if I was running, I would put a little thing, and it's like it would be in all kinds of like the the, the new iTunes terms of conditions that you never read, mm-hmm. but you just click, and it's like, oh, but before you donate, just like read the terms and conditions, <laughs> and and where they don't see, it's like if can candidate Murphy does not win, you are. <laughs> You are okay with him keeping your donation yeah, really. to just go buy like a dope condo in Tribeca. <laughs> right. Wait, his, what's the name? Dude, it's got to be totally right. Well, no, but see, this is the genius. But this, well, once again, this is the genius of the, of the Trump grift because he's basically raising money for his his overturn the vote fund. But then again, in the fine print, it says I can basically use this money for whatever I want. Oh yeah. He's paying off all of his campaign debt, yeah. and it's I mean genius. And people just are like, "Whatever you want, Trump. Whatever you want." Yeah. What's that guy's name? Oh. Jamie Harrison. Yeah. It'd be great if you read on like somewhere like the Hollywood Reporter, like Jamie Harrison buys Malibu Beach. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. He's, he's buys he's Brentwood Mansion. He's just yeah, he's out on a on a boat with like Clooney, <laughs> yeah, just totally. like jumping off into San Tropez. <laughs> That'd be great. By the way, sorry, I just had to. I'm wearing a mask because I just got back from a trip to Florida. Uh, <laughs> Which is basically like COVID Shangri-La. So I just did the take the mask off to hit the jewel. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a COVID test on Thursday. We're just in an abundance of caution. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, uh, I'm wearing a mask for the thing because, I mean, dude, Florida, it's not even that they're lax about COVID. You, and I, I guess it's trickled down from government and, and like what DeSantis has been doing there. It's a whole different COVID philosophy. Like nobody gives a fuck about it there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you literally go to, if you just have like an intention, like if you're holding a mask, when you get to a restaurant, that's good enough. Uh, yeah, just show it, <laughs> yeah. just show it in your pocket. As long as they feel like you're thinking, thinking about, about like, <laughs> yeah, right, right. Because like, and I went to, um, we went to, I went to a, a, a bar and it was like kind of a dive bar, uh, the Flamingo in St. Petersburg. And, uh, and like we get in and like this like toothless woman comes up and she's like, okay, you guys are good. Like as long as you're just at the bar standing here, you don't need to wear your mask. Just like put it on if you're going to go play at the jukebox or something like this. Meanwhile, nobody else is, is wearing a mask. And then it's like, so I'm at this horseshoe bar with 20 drooling, like coughing <laughs> COVID. Florida COVID like <laughs> rednecks. And it's like, what, what, what purpose is it going to serve for me to then Go like so. Okay, so I just got COVID, but just make sure you don't give it to anyone when yeah, you go when you go play songs on the jukebox. But then you can fully come back and like be amongst. But you, you were know, hanging out inside of the bar. No, well then uh, we went outside. Yeah, right. I was like, I, I'm not really feeling this. Everybody's smoking at the bar. Wow. Yeah. Don't yeah, please please don't get COVID on the jukebox when you're putting in Sweet Caroline. Please, yeah. whatever you do. And this woman just this woman was talking to me, and I was talking to her from like one angle, and we were just like talk, they were. I was wearing a, a dead shirt uh, a dead cover band from the keys and they knew the band yeah. and then as soon as i got the beers and we walked outside i turned and, sh- and her uh, the the eye on her right uh side of her face was completely missing <laughs> oh god 
Wow. Yeah. Jeez, that's but, great. But even, I mean, all the bars, all the restaurants are all packed. It's just you... You, if you walk in the restaurant, you have the mask. Mm-hmm. There's no distancing, and then once you get to the table, you take the mask off. Right. We went to a we went to a restaurant that had social distancing, mm-hmm. but like there was other ones where it's just literally it's a free for all. It's just a total free for all. Yeah, this is Ford is yeah. crushing the game. Yeah. Did uh, Ron DeSantis is he getting ready to be DeSanta? Like is that his like December <laughs> fucking DeSanta Claus? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got it. Yeah, he, he's just a mall Santa without a mask. <laughs> You just uh, everyone comes up and yeah. I hope so. He's yeah, better. by the way, uh, yeah, I guess mall Santas are are, are are can't get a text back during COVID. They don't deserve a text back. Yeah, to be honest, it's like about time because think about how unsanitary they are. Anyways. Oh God, those yeah, those no, dirty knees. Lord. Yeah. Oh God, and the oh, oh, all the mites and stuff. There's got to be so many mites in those Santa suits. I mean, they have those big those <laughs> they have those big beards. Yeah. So they they could put a mask under the Is beard. That, Oh okay. I was I was going to say if the if the CDC Dude, allows listen. allows Santa beards as a, as a appropriate <laughs> yeah. face covering. Yeah, probably maybe not. Dude, it, Dan Lewis Aykroyd was able to hide an entire uh, smoked salmon <laughs> in his Santa beard in yeah. trading places. It's very true. Really amazing. It's yeah. so weird. When I was a kid and we watched that movie, I thought he I didn't know what like a smoked salmon was. I thought he right. just had like a sub under there, but He's eating the salmon and the yeah, beard is ripping. One of the all-time greatest scenes ever is when he's eating it through the beard and, and the woman is sitting across from him as he's sort of like pulling hairs out of out of these massive chunks of salmon that he's eating. It sort of reminds me of the ma- – you know, like, like where I'm at in Virginia, it's, there's not – it's like mask face-offs. Like there's been a couple of the times here where it's like everyone wears a mask – but there's a couple of there's all once in a while you'll see like a dude like the other day in the grocery store this guy was ripped like ripped insanely ripped and had and had tattoo sleeves and he was walking around each aisle not wearing a mask and he was staring at everybody who was wearing a mask and he just knew this guy was like wanted somebody to say something to him just talk to him and be like dude put on a mask just yeah. so he could lay them out Right. And in the playgrounds here, there's like a there's like a nice park not far from where I'm staying and there are these playgrounds and like sort of you know that I'm not from here because I'll go in with the kids. We're all masked up, and then when there's nobody in the part in the playground, we are like jetting in. Like, get five minutes, kids, run up and down and do your thing. And then like another family will come without masks, and then they'll sort of circle around the playground like yeah. sharks. Like we're coming in, motherfuckers. Yeah, and we're not putting on our masks. And then I'm like, okay, kids, let's go. And then they go right in. Right. It's the- all very and, and like another part of the COVID culture. There is like. Nose is completely exposed, even if the mask is on. Like, of that's course, the, yeah. that's, that's the like Florida. the Florida, the Florida uh, drip, mask drip. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. The governor of that feels, uh, very, Florida. That feels very Florida to me. That the, feels yeah. very right the governor of New Jersey. Well, you know, you want to make sure you have at least somewhat of an even tan when you're, if you're going to be. Oh, there. that's yeah, true. Totally, totally. Yeah. The governor of New Jersey, who I share a name with, had a very oh. Phil Murphy comment in a press conference he was like good <laughs> they were, they were uh, trash <laughs> they were like um uh something about masks he's like I, really you, like, you think the masks are uncomfortable you know what else is uncomfortable dying <laughs> i was like there you go <laughs> yeah, so, uh, i mean I, I think death is pretty peaceful but uh no i'm just like, yeah no, i mean for but some the build people, up, yeah. the, the, the build up yeah, yeah that's not very, comfortable yeah. but uh uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm getting kind of sick. Uh, like when I'm walking in, uh, do you see a mouse? 
No, I was just, yeah. I'm wearing my Fletch jersey, and I, I didn't even realize that I was, like, going and doing a Fletch bit about, like, well, the end is very, was very sudden. <laughs> Me, well, like, when I'm walking through <laughs> Hancock Park, uh, I don't wear a mask when I'm walking down because there's no one down there. Yeah, because it's s- Hancock Park and the houses are all nice. Well, there's that, too, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, my whole my my me wearing a mask when there's nobody around me like that psychological effect is gone for me now. I'm right. like, why do I have this thing on? Yeah, like seriously. And I'm almost I'm almost like I almost want someone to be like, hey, put your mask on. It's like, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 30 feet from you. I know. You know? <laughs> like, it's a little crazy. I'm starting to really just like I don't need this thing right now. Whereas in the early on, you just felt like you needed to wear that thing everywhere. Yeah, but it, you know Feels what I good. realized, and Nick, because I know you've been on a plane, is like. So you take the mask off to like drink your water or something. You feel totally fine because everybody has a mask on, but they have these new air filters in there. And it's like, God, thanks airlines for like, we needed a pandemic to finally not have our airplanes smell like porta potties. No, but they're pumping air in from outside. So the air is like, it's like you're in the Rockies. I I mean, it's so crystal crystal clear. It's like you're hooked up to an oxygen tank. I mean, it's so good. But it's just like, so So without the pandemic, it's just like, oh, no, we don't need to invest in that. Just just let these people, like, oh, just, yeah. they're, they're fine just, like, breathing in fucking farts and breath uh, and fucking BL yeah, no, no, and all this other stuff. Because, I mean, way, like, dude, an hour into a flight, think how bad it smells. It's like, it's not no, like it's that. Disgusting. It's not. I wonder if that, yeah, does it cost them extra money to do that? Because it should stay. Well, that's the thing. It's going to be like, oh, the pandemic's over. All right, pull out the air. They, these people can now all smell yeah. each other's, like, oh, yeah. breath and all this other stuff. And, like, yeah, well. <laughs> Because, I mean, and then think about it, like, how scummy it is, like, that even United up till now, like, they were making the seats thinner so they could get, like, two more rows in, if uh, even that. Like, really, like, let's make people so uncomfortable so we can sell six more seats. Like, oh, thinner. It's Fuck that. Like, every dollar out of you. That's yeah. what no, but, you know, but, but, the side, but here's the thing. The crazy thing is I'm sure that that's costing, the, like, the extra cleaning like the Clorox partnership that United's announced, like we're with Clorox. Yeah. I mean, those <laughs> companies like Clorox, the hand sanitizer, they, there's this whole secondary industry that's popped up around COVID where I think in like three or four years we'll be reading about, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be sort of like a rock where, you know, people were getting hundreds and billions of dollars and they had no expertise in dealing with arms, but the Bush people were like, here you go. I think you'll find that, that out about COVID in a couple of years. Yeah. So this is all shadow industry where you're just getting charged for God knows what. The head of Clorox. I mean, you know, like a COVID expert on every, a COVID compliance officer on every film and television set. I mean, give me a break. This person's walking around being like, you're sitting too close. I'm like, come on. Yeah. The head of Clorox, his net worth must be like Warren Buffett's now. Yeah, or Mr. Clean. Like, yeah, you just, yeah, John Mr. Clorox. Yeah, he must be fucking. I mean, that dude. I'm just seeing like Mr. Clean and all the S and M bars, just like fucking partying his ass off. I mean, he, he's so flush. I'm sure he's got. He probably bought like a fourth house. Yeah, of COVID. But like, m- Mr. Clean definitely looks like he's into like rough trade and stuff. Like yeah, for that. sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Think about think about the Mr. Lysol. I mean, good lord, Mr. Lysol's probably you know got more cash on hand than Jamie Harrison right now. Yeah. And well, by the way, I want to keep it. And, like somebody <laughs> brought up a good point. It's like, well, the days of like nursing a cold at the office are are over. Yeah, definitely over. Um, but but also that the that a cold that you're catching is literally like <laughs> the remnants of some other pandemic from you know 300 years ago. 
logo that we're just still that's still just right now that we're all like okay we're <laughs> gonna go back to Mr. Clean's rough trade yeah <laughs> he totally looks no, but like I mean, he's definitely no I mean he's to- yeah his his just he I mean you know not to stereotype <laughs> but like he's definitely into like uh, underground like sex clubs yeah he really yeah, does he, look he's like partying that. with Lady G he really does look yeah, like Mr. That. Clean and Lady G just at like the Ch- Charleston mansion just filled with like street was boys. the Lady G stuff ever proven I mean. Yeah, he, no, it's you know, sort of disappeared. Yeah, but it, I mean, you can tell. It's so funny how, like, when when um, cons- when liberals hear uh, conspiracy theories like about the adrenochrome and the PizzaGate, they're just like, "Oh my god, give me a break!" But then, as soon as they hear a conspiracy about him being Lady G, it's like, "Well, that's definitely true." Yeah, it's like, oh, <laughs> no, I, mean, I mean, maybe I don't know. I think yeah. it's all fucking bullshit. I don't know, you know, I don't know, man. I don't know about that. You know, I was, I always thought you were going somewhere else. Up to that point, I always find sort of that uh, conspiracy theories like Adrenochrome, which is first of all, let's, let's just close the totally true. Um, <laughs> the Adrenochrome and JFK Jr. That's all real. Yeah. Even though no one's heard from Q Q of QAnon fame since election night, but we'll come back to that. Um, but I always think it's sort of funny where we had a uh, we have we have the the Democrats are uh, trafficking in sex sex rings and trafficking in kids and all the tents in Central Park that were really that we were told were COVID were really secret holding ports for, for kids being sent all around the globe and that Biden was somehow in charge of it, even though no one was really thinking about Biden when they saw those tents. The right holds on to those conspiracy theories and sort of builds them up and propagates them and, and, and they get more intense in the details. The left hears something like Lady G. We laugh about it. We're like, ha that's probably true. But then we never follow up on it. Like we let it go. Yeah. You know, I mean, no one. I mean, oh, I see you know, what you're saying. I just I just noticed that because it's like Lindsey Graham went on TV and was like, I'm running out of money. I don't have any money. And I kept waiting for somebody to be from the left to be like, come up. But where's the meme lord who's like, we know where your money really went, Lindsey. Yeah. And and then it's like a photo of him and Mr. Clean and a 14 year old kid. <laughs> at my, at mine shop. At mine shop, yeah. Yeah, at the Hame Adams. And we just, you know, sometimes the left just drops these conspiracy theories. I mean, Ted Cruz today, like Senator Ted Cruz of Texas. <laughs> Tweeted today about how no one's ever talked about this was a this was a genius tweet. He tweeted about how no one ever talked about the fact that Jeffrey Epstein had a oil painting of Bill Clinton in a dress in his apartment in New York City. Right. Out of nowhere today he tweeted that. Well, I thought it was gonna be something about him. Well, we need to tweet about him being the Zodiac. Dude. Well, yeah, I know. Well, we need to get on that. I'm like, come on, he is a Zodiac killer, yeah. and and we know he's a Zodiac killer because he's really taking Adrenochrome, which is why he hasn't aged. Yeah, dude. No, oh, my God, I never really thought about it like that. Mm. Like, I wonder. Yeah, the Zodiac is probably a lot of these missing kids are probably we're in like Ted Cruz's van. We got to go check sure. his his basement, dude. Ted Ted Cruz and fucking Marco Rubio, those guys are such fucking spineless, yeah, coward, just fucks. Because yeah. they go on Fox News about after that all came out, they're like, you know, I can't believe like all doing the whole voter fraud thing, and and President Trump's within every right to do what he's doing. It's like that dude called you little Marco on fucking a debate stage for everybody to see. Now everybody thinks of you as little Marco. Mm-hmm. You're a 50 year old man, and you let this guy call you little Marco. Yeah, just wiping uh, your ass about, with your way, fucking manhood. Uh, by the way, how about Donald Trump calling Ted Cruz's wife? Nasty or ugly, and then or telling him that he's yeah. the Zodiac killer. Oh, well, no, he and he just in front of everyone, he's like, "Your well, dad killed Kennedy." 
I mean, and you're <laughs> yeah. sitting here yeah. defending Wait, this guy. The fact that, uh, that w- if these things were actually true, that the things that um, that Ted Cruz has been uh, accused of, the Zodiac killer, and also that his father Dude. killed Kennedy. Oh my so God. He, if that was actually true, that it was just like his dad w- uh, killed Kennedy and he was the Zodiac, and they actually like raided his house, found like Dude. the secret basement. That'd be great. Like had all the all the codes written and stuff like that, and like all the old like files and correspondence about like the grassy. Oh, that'd be incredible. Yeah. But I mean, Trump I, said that about I, those guys. Again, again, totally believable because yeah. a lot of me has thought for a while that all the chaos that we're seeing in 2020 is the work of a rogue group of time travelers. And I could totally buy that Ted Cruz might be the leader of that. Yeah. I mean, those guys have no, no spine. Right. They're the most spineless people I've ever seen in my life. Little Mark. No, they're all, yeah. you know, by the way, they're all terrible. I'm tired of all of these people. I mean, the one thing I, you know, again, like, you know, I, I was, I, you know, I will miss how fucking funny Trump is. I mean, forget about all the, fa- you know, if you put aside the fact that he's he's a racist, murdering psychopath, uh, there are some sort of hilarious. I was just there was sort of a, a cut of his greatest hits. I mean, what an idiot, and what a hilarious one too. I mean, telling the kid since we were talking about Christmas earlier, I was reminded of how you know there's video of him. Asking, telling a kid, like, you know, what do you think? You're seven years old. We're not really sure Santa's real, right? Kind of marginal. And he's laughing the whole time, like, oh, this guy is so funny. And then there was a time when, like, the kids were trick-or-treating, and there was a kid in one of those giant, stupid minion costumes, and he didn't know where to give the kid the candy. So he just put a giant chocolate bar on top of the kid's costume's head. (laughs) And the kid just walked away with a giant Hershey's bar on his head, but he had no idea if he got any candy from the president. I'm gonna miss those moments. Let me tell you. I mean, honestly, I, I last week there was a thing where President I was uh, on the top of CNN saying uh, President Trump speaking at the uh, Rose Garden. Normally, I'd have been like, "Oh, what's he saying today?" I was just like, "Ah, well, I got something else to do." I'm yeah. like, "I'm sick. I'm so glad I don't have to fucking well, listen to him." You anymore. know, I actually think that his base and and he could have mobilized more sort of boog if he was crazier, being crazier right now. He but he's being like eerily not crazy. Well, I mean. Pulling all these Trump troops out. I don't know what it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. But he, he, if he had had a lot more bark, he probably could have been instigating more. So I just don't know what he's what he's sort of I think plotting. Thing, well, no, I think well, I really because I think the bottom line is I think the reason he can't do more is he doesn't have the military. Yeah. Like the army's not with him. You know, if he had the army with him, for real. Well, I don't. You know, you would have seen. It wouldn't have just been gas. And flash bombs that cleared out Lafayette Park this summer. Right. They would have used a lot more force. And if he had the army behind him, I don't think you know. I don't think you, I don't think Rudy Giuliani would be giving press conferences between you know a crematorium <laughs> and a dildo shop. Like, oh man, be, that guy. He would yeah. be. He would. You know, this is. You know, this is this is clearly just a group of vagabond misfits, scumbag weirdos who are hanging on. This is it for them. You know, yeah. I mean, a lot of them are going to go to jail in a couple months. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the woke, insane left. I think. I, you know, I, I'm going to hedge my bets. You know, I'd say fifty fifty. Trump gets indicted. I don't think it's a sure thing. I hear all these people like he's going to jail. Oh, like, give me a break. He's I, not going to jail. Yeah, he's like, not like, going slow to jail. Your roll there a little bit. Like he's gotten away with literal murder. I can say that with some confidence that Trump has definitely probably killed somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and gotten away with it. And it was probably a fourteen-year-old girl. And it was probably really awful. And 
he got away with that. He's gotten away with a lot more. And so I'm not, I don't see this ending the way a lot of people are like, he's going to jail. Yeah. yeah. Also, it's like the, the guy lost, like, and your guy won, like, fucking move on. Right. And now it's all just like, and now he gets to go to jail. It's like, just, just fucking let it go. Yeah. Relax. Go fucking, go get a bagel. Right. I don't know. <laughs> go yeah. do something. Your guy moved on. Right. Your guy won. Move on. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Go, yeah. Go, bo- and, go. And now it really starts. Then the Southern District of New York, he's going to jail. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Go. Yeah. You need to start boofing ketamine. <laughs> Seriously. But they, you know, uh, one thing I'd like to ask, ask you about Nick too, because you have um, young kids and, and they were younger in the not so distant past. What is going on psychologically? I saw this on the plane yesterday when a kid starts fucking screaming <laughs> like, right. like this girl in front of me, literally there's nothing wrong on the plane. There's no, mm. like her mom is there holding her. Uh, and she's like, ah! like she's crying. Ba- a baby. She, it's a, it was well, like a, like a three, four year old. Oh, okay. The way these kids scream is like, if my mom was about to be beheaded by ISIS and I had like my nuts, my nuts, <laughs> my nuts were being electrocuted with a cattle prod. That's what <laughs> right, it would take. Right. That's what it would take for me to cry the way these kids cry. What in the absolute fuck? It's got to be the going pr- on psychologically to induce that reaction. It's got to be the pressure change is fucking with them. They're like, "What is this?" Yeah, maybe like their ears are clogging or something. But, I but don't does, know. Does a child's brain not reason that whatever discomfort they're in is actually not as bad as it thinks? Like, I, I can't really remember what it was like psychologically. Like, it, because the the response does not line up with what the outside stimuli is. When I was little, I would think of plane ride plane rides as like a like a ride. It was right. like kind of fun when it would like go up and down. I was like, yeah. this is kind of. I was never like a bug out. No, this kid didn't get that memo. This kid got the memo from ISIS that the mom was <laughs> yeah, really? going to be beheaded and the dad was going to be tortured <laughs> in front of her. Gee, yeah, no, they do uh, freak okay, out. So it, it, I just don't understand what is wrong with these. What is wrong with these kids? What what do they think is going? Because you have kids, you ever ask them like you just be like, "Honey, I'm really sorry. Can you tell me the next time your kid? Can you just like walk me through what dread are you experiencing mm. right now? What do you think is going? He's like, Dick, is that abuse yeah. if you just if you if you if you grab a kid firmly by the shoulders, nice and firm? You're and, the parent, or yeah, you're, you're not the you're parent. You're the parent. Oh, okay. No, you're 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 a stranger. <laughs> Yeah, right. and, What's and, the like, protocol? If I just walked up and I was like, I'm sorry, could I just grab your child Shut firmly? Your fucking room. I just want to understand. Can you tell me what what danger do you think you're in right now? Yeah, well, that'd be great. Why are you doing this? <laughs> and then they'll scream even more because I'm freaking them out. <laughs> but it's like yeah, right. you are not in danger. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's lazy parenting to not actually have that conversation with them. Be like, this is unacceptable to, re- to react like this. Yeah, most There's of them never do. There's no danger coming. Uh-huh. You are going to be fine, and if you don't stop screaming, you will not be fine. Right now, I'll get no. Then I'll give you something to scream about. That's the parenting I think that works. You want something to scream I like about? Some, I like some of those parenting skills. I will say this: <laughs> oh, that's will, the not, abusive ones. <laughs> not that I'm defend, not that I'm defending screaming kids and parents who don't do anything, but I will say, like these days, like sometimes it gets pretty intense. I mean, when I was traveling with uh, my older kid. You know, I remember we were in, you know, she was questioned uh, at the security stand. I mean, look, I get it. There's a there's a massive ring run by Democrats trafficking in in children, sex trafficking. Yeah. This woman literally looked at Maya, my older daughter, and said, what's your last name? Where are you going? Is this your dad? Is this your dad? Wait, they thought you were trafficking her for adrenochrome. (laughs) 
Maybe probably. That's- and I remember Maya, we were walking. I remember walking through, and Maya, Maya said, my, "My older, my older daughter was me." She says, "Why, why, why did they ask me if, if you were my dad? I mean, you're my dad." Wow. Right? Like, don't worry, I'm your dad. He, uh, Nick, Nick fits the profile of an adrenochrome. I uh, guess trafficker. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. I've got that. I've got that youthful glow. Um, Is your father on a show called Camp Good? Boy? God, wouldn't it be great? It, wouldn't it be great if you just walked into a room and you you literally saw like Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton, all these people on the left, just like having an adrenochrome infusion? Party. Yeah, they were oh, all man. just they were all just getting infused with adrenochrome. Oh my god! But no, but it was like a party. It was like there was like a cocktail party. They just have these like little adrenochrome stations. It's like yeah. hold on. By the way, yeah, but by the way, and there's by just the way, like. By the way, totally uh, scenario I could easily see happening at any time you know any you know the few times I've been in, in DC of late I mean that place is confusing strange there's weird forests everywhere mm-hmm. um, you know doubling as parks yeah uh, streets <laughs> that don't go normally yeah it's weird uh, yeah do not, yeah, warning kids, do not, warning parents, do not let your kids play on a playground in the D.C. metropolitan area. Those are not playgrounds. Those are adrenochrome farms. Yeah, yeah. But it would also be crazy if, like, are. Oh, yeah, they all are. if they it was just are. like in that movie, it's like just like that movie, The Freshman, where they bring out, like, the rare iguana for everyone to eat, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, Biden and Clinton and all the other uh, adrena drunkies, like, the, the kid that they just got that's, oh, like, p- p- paraded around on a cart, just, like, oh, all, all confused. And, Clinton, like, and they're all just like, oh, interesting. Oh, he's he's yeah yeah his his adrenals are they're they're pumping. Bill Clinton boosts adrenochrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be insane. Oh, but the one thing also I was gonna say is like I feel like if a kid is allowed to scream, that I should in the next uh, chair over be allowed to scream. Huh? Yeah. Like I can just if he wants to start screaming, I'm just gonna start being like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah, like Buffalo Bill and Sounds of the Lamb. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. They, I guess they're just fucking, I mean, they're just bug outs. But I, you need to tell know. these kids, like, or if they can't explain to them, that I feel like this is like a missing in all the parenting books that, like, you need to, like, be firm and be mm. like, this, nothing bad is going to happen to you. Or what, I need to ask a kid, what is going on in your fucking head right now? Like, what are you. What is what are you processing right now? Because maybe if we talked about it, you wouldn't. You know, other people on the plane. It's got to be. Deal with this it's got to be the kid's first flight, and they just don't know what's going on. Yeah, maybe. Right. You're just in this like you're in this silver tunnel with <laughs> all these people wearing masks. It's like what? Where am I right now, Mom? What the fuck is this? And then yeah. it's like shaking because it's windy. It's right. like where's this guy talking from yeah. over the loudspeaker? Like. We're going really fast, and we're not on the ground anymore. Like that kid's probably fucking out. Yeah, that, yeah, that's actually probably. Dude, I'll never forget. And and miss me on. Wasn't there a thing uh, where they were thinking of outlaw? Not outlaw, but like uh, planes. Yeah, outlaw children. Planes weren't gonna have use. Planes weren't gonna have windows anymore. Oh, Fuck that! I thought oh, I read God, somewhere that, that was they. Terrible. That's why I need a window seat because I need that window open to remind myself that I can look outside and I'm not in this fucking like dark tunnel. That's, oh, there's, a world, there's a world out there for you <laughs> No like I actually find it Soothing when I'm at a window seat And then whenever there's turbulence to just look outside I find it like relaxing mm-hmm. When you're in the if, there, if you take windows out and you start shaking Fuck that yeah. No thanks Oh yeah, no, 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 thank no, you you know, it's like those horrible rides. Remember those rides? You'd see them at like... Uh, oh, yeah. Janky, like a Back to the janky, Future. Janky sort of amusement parks where you get into, you know, essentially a, a, a giant 
box, or you know, and it just moves up and down and left and right, and it's all dark, and you're sort of sealed in. Now, I can tell, let me tell you, going to one of those when you're suffering from a cocaine hangover is a sheer, like, legitimate warrant. You're going to have a panic attack, and you're not going to recover. <laughs> yeah, right. It. Yeah. No, that's when we came back from New Orleans, uh, like five years ago on that random trip we took. Yeah. Uh, when we were coming back, for some reason, everyone on the plane decided to shut their window shade. Right. And I had a middle seat, and I was really hungover. Mr. Scary through the roof. And then the, the in-flight movie was the movie where the chick, the surfer, has one arm. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't. someone opened their window. I like, get know, some light in here. Yeah, that's interesting, because on that flight, I was also having a similar experience, which was, because we were on, like, a, you know, it's like a three-day bender. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, including day drinking into night yeah. drinking for, like, three days. And then you're on a plane without any ink. To anxiety medication. This is like pre-CBD, and it was the first time I became cognitive of the of the amount of distance between where my feet were and the ground. Yeah, yeah right. And right. I was just like, it just went downhill from there, and I just it's- like. Yeah, I just went and, to the- and yeah, and for whatever reason, that flight, everyone just wanted to have their 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 shade turned down, yeah. pulled down. Fuck scary, that, yeah, Mister Scary Air. Give me some light, yeah, really. Give me some light in here. Yeah. I, I need that window shade open. I need yeah. it. It's just like yeah, it's just like that surf movie. And they're like, and for tonight's in flight, uh, in flight uh, movie, we're going to be playing the last five minutes of Requiem for a Dream on repeat. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> dun, dun. And you don't need to use headphones because we're going to be pumping the soundtrack through the loudspeaker. Oh, uh, you know what the worst thing was uh, when before? Thank God, planes now have most of them have TVs. All every seat has a TV. Yeah, miss me on those flights where the TV like comes down from the the ceiling. Oh right, and you you yeah. like, can barely see just it. so you can watch the replacements from like five fucking rows away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but you know, it's uh, funny you bring up Re- wait, but you know, it's like again, time is a flat circle because you just brought up Requiem for a Dream, so. You know, the last five minutes of Requiem for a Dream. Gonna, 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 gonna. Anyway, the conspiracy theory goes, this is the conspiracy theory that it surrounds that, the idea for that movie, the end, you know, ass to ass and all that insanity, which is that um, Jeffrey Epstein hosted parties like that, almost identical to that one at the end of Requiem for a Dream that Jennifer Connelly's in. And the guy, Les Wexner, who was the, you know, the CEO of Victoria's Secret, just this multi-gajillionaire, who basically signed over all of his wealth to Jeffrey Epstein, and nobody knows why. Well, the rumor has always been that at one of these Jeffrey Epstein Requiem for a Dream type parties, Wexner, who's good friends with Donald Trump, and Donald Trump was rumored to have been at this party also, um... Mur- they murdered a, murdered a girl, murdered a, a, a hooker, got murdered, like 16, 17-year-old girl. This was in the 90s. Trump was there. Wexner was there. And Epstein covered it up for this guy, Les Wexner, in exchange for all this moolah. Um, Whoa. And, and, uh, and that Requiem for a Dream scene, that was sort of inspired by this rumor of this ha- of this conspiracy rumor that exists out there in the ether. Well, yeah. I actually believe, and that's also eerily lines up with Eyes Wide Shut, the Sidney Pollock uh, with the when the mm. when the prostitute right. dies uh, mysteriously, and he's just like, yeah, man, she just you know she can't, yeah. she's got a brain's fucked. I mean, he out. doesn't care. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit. He's got a great house. Yeah. So <laughs> Epstein. So Epstein should have gotten uh, 
whatever uh, independent spirit awards that uh, <laughs> that yeah, Darren Aron- Aron- Aronofsky yeah. guy. At least a thank yeah. you. Or like, yeah, they now redo it. Like the, the Epstein estate like sues for credit in uh, in wow. Andrew Green. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, well, that's wild. That is wild. Yeah. What was I going to say? Uh, it would have been crazy. Like, um, who's the actor who in, in it? He also played in. Um, he won an Oscar for. Uh, Jared Leto, uh-huh. if like, because you know he was kind of he's been kind of an idealistic uh, actor who really go there for a role, you know, like in uh, yep. Dallas Buyers Club. If he actually had his arm amputated for the wow, for the movie, that'd be method because that would have been. I mean, that would have really made that would have been awesome. Film, like, and it's like the, the director's like, we didn't even have to like he cut <laughs> he sawed his own arm off. Jared Leto saw no, his I own arm. Off. I would appreciate that. So, I would appreciate that so much more to this to the stories that surround his lame performance as the Joker, where you know his publicist is working overtime and and was like he was so crazy for this role. He was sending used condoms to the other actors. Yeah. Apparently not crazy enough because I didn't see no Oscar on his statue for the Joker. Right. But yeah, it's like it, Mr. Scary Air. It's like, okay, we're going to be showing the end of Requiem for a Dream, the uh, the surfer shark gets her arm cut off movie, and then no the, windows. the, uh, the, uh, the Deaf Leopard uh, drum education series. Is the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, the drummer from Deaf Leopard is flying the plane. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be yeah. great. Dude, yeah, uh, don't take pay- don't take peyote buttons the day before you're gonna get on a plane. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't do it. Oh no, that's in, yeah. that's in the peanut snack. They don't tell you that. Yeah, that's, you're, you're, like <laughs> yeah, you just go like try and select what movie you want to watch, and it's like yeah, it's like the Soul Surfer, Requiem for a Dream, Last Ten Minutes, El- uh, Holy Mountain, like every <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Just all right. Yeah, we still and, got our sponsor. No, and I think everybody's been listening to the ads and getting the Pachamama because I feel like everybody's been it's it's spread good vibes across the land and has yeah. you know linked up with this uh new phase in American <laughs> democracy. Yeah, no, maybe. So I think yeah, I think that Pachamama C B D is the unsung hero of this whole entire thing. I mean, you might not need it now that Trump's out of the office, but like get it anyway. <laughs> oh, you're gonna need it. You're gonna definitely need it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, because now you're going to have to deal with, like, relatives during the holidays. It's not going to be easy because no. there's going to be people that are bitter and they're always yeah. going to say that it was a fraudulent election. Yep. Yeah, we're going to be fighting that for a long time. And, um, you know, Biden's cognitive decline is going to be <laughs> kind of stressful with the nuclear codes. That's so. why you want to get this Pachamama CBD. It's really the best CBD, I think, out on the market. I mean, it's And there's a lot of good ones out there, yeah. but this one's the best. I ran out of mine, and I had to, like, take my backup um, Charlotte's Web. It just didn't It just didn't get me where I needed to be. Your body was just like, you know, It was like, oh, bro. what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Pachamama's multi-award winning, organically grown. It's triple-ad tested. Uh, it's clean label certified. So it's pure. It's pure. From Colorado. Yeah. It's instead of artificial flavoring tinct- uh, flavors, their tinctures are paired with nutrient-rich superfoods. That's the good stuff. Dude, it's the great stuff. <laughs> I mean, you got, like, the fact that you actually, it, like, chills you out, it, you know, you're going to have some, like, cool, creative ideas, and it's uh, nutrient-rich, so you're getting all your vitamins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't even need to take vitamins anymore. You don't even Just- need to eat. <laughs> Just CBD. Just CBD. Go on a CBD cleanse. Yeah. All right. That's it. All right. Back to the show. Get Bye. some. Oh, oh, where do you go to go? <laughs> so, yeah. People just fucking figure it out. Yeah. Just figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to be a bunch of CBD, just figure it out. So go to, 
Did you go to enjoypachamama.com? That's enjoy, P-A-C-H-A-M-A-M-A.com and type in camp15. Yep. Get 15% off. And enjoy is E-N-J-O-Y. <laughs> yeah, for the, it's yeah. not like some cool like enjoy. Like no, 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 no. It's the actual, the way it was spelled back in the Bible. Uh, so we, <laughs> so, uh, get there camp one five, you're going to get your, uh, 15% discount yeah. code there and you're going to chill. You're going to get chilled out. Yeah. All righty. Back to the show. All right. Yeah. It's so weird. Cause that, that theme song at the end of rec room for a dream is so perfect for that. Yeah. Uh, and it's so iconic as being the the theme in that, and it's just like the perfect song for that scene. I mean, it's so eerie and scary yet somehow I feel like, I think it's like transitioned into like. So it's, let's say you're about to watch like a Ohio State Michigan game, and there's like a, uh, a, a a pre thing before the game starts. It's like Ohio State Michigan, a rivalry that goes back, and they'll play that song, oh, and I'm like, that's what this is weird. Yeah, because all I can no, think about. You know, well, you know what? I think there's an I think there's a techno electronica remix of that. I song. think there is. It, it worked its way dancing to it. It so made I its way into the sports world. That's and what, and as long really as it, weird. as long as it doesn't replace Rhapsody in Blue with from United Air, it's I'm good with it. <laughs> yeah, you can right, put it wherever right. you want. It's I just, so I weird. don't need to get on a United flight, and that's the score of like the how to inflate your fucking uh, your yeah. That wouldn't work. Thing, yeah. But yeah, it's so strange. It's like da 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 Michigan, da 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 Ohio State, da 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 in a battle for North Midwest supremacy. Da 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 da. Like this, is, this makes no sense. You guys, you guys picked the wrong song. Do, do they pepper in any visuals from the last five minutes <laughs> no, it's of so like weird. To Jennifer Connelly just curled up with that brown paper bag of heroin? That's all I can think of. There's got to be another song. Like yeah. a, Imagine Dragons or something. Yeah. You guys picked the wrong. Who's the music supervisor? Uh, on this? Also. Rec Room for a Dream is probably the best narcotic withdrawal movie since New J- Pookie in New Jack City. Yeah. Like I Marlon Wayne's definitely like like Darren Aronofsky was like, I want you to watch that scene with the with Pookie in the, in the <laughs> yeah, that right, should be right. calling me. That should be calling me. I want you, that's what I want to we're gonna put on your your um your that mood was, board. Chris Rock fucking crushed it in that. Oh, crushed it. Wow. Yeah. He was great. It's like, is that yeah. the guy from SNL? Yeah. He's got range. I try to kick well, because no, I don't even know what was he on SNL because I think he went straight from like fuck the cup, just poured in my hand from uh from uh, uh, I'm gonna get you, sucker! Like straight oh. to like I try to kick, but that should be called. Oh, and I mean he can't even do jump. He can't even me. do jumping jacks. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, that'd be he, yeah. SNL should have done a Pookie workout video. <laughs> oh my god, they totally like, should. What's wrong with your boy? What's wrong with your boy? Well, it's so funny. Please tell me they're gonna kill me. And you know he's back on crack because when he's like he's when putting the drugs in the plastic bags, he's just in the pocket. Like oh, the jokes. Yeah. Are just well, because they're all topless. All the women are topless, yeah. like cutting it up. He's like, oh, what you got? Skim skim milk in those titties. <laughs> Yeah, so good. It's like, oh, he's back on crack. Uh, he's, he's back. <laughs> the jokes are funny. Yeah, he's doing full jumping jacks, squat thrust. His comedic timing is like yeah. impeccable. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, Judd, Judd Hirsch is like, what's up with your boy? <laughs> and it's like, no, yeah, he's just something's wrong with your boy. Yeah. That movie's great. Yeah. That movie, that's a great, great movie. It is. Wait, I meant, I'm sorry, Judd Nelson, not Judd Hirsch. If it was just the guy from Taxi, <laughs> man, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, that would now that would be Judd Nelson. Will be Judd Judd Hirsch in twenty years. Judd yeah, Hirsch, okay. Ice T, New Jersey, Mario Van Peebles. Yeah, yeah. You know what? The the famous Juds. You got Judd Hirsch, Judd Nelson, Judd Apatow, and Judd from the San Francisco Real World. Uh, I don't, I don't really like any of them. Yeah, I like when Judd's a last name. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's Ashley, better. Ashley yeah. Winona. Yeah. 
I wonder if they had a, they had a brother named Judd Judd. Judd It's a better Judd. it's a better last name. I don't love it as a first yeah, name. Judd, yeah. no, Judd's a weird first name, which is why I've always which I've always give props to Judge Reinhold because I have a feeling he yeah. might have been named oh, yeah. Judd Reinhold. Judd like, Reinhold. Hey, Judge. You know what, yeah. Judd Reinhold? That see, that's a great name. Something about that it just works. Maybe that's because I know him as Judge Reinhold, and it's yeah, only right. one letter difference. Right. But the Judge. problem is, you can't, the problem is, the problem is, is if Judge is a great name. I like it. The problem is, if you see him now, he's got cheek implants that make him oh, look. He looks terrible. Literally Yo, ridiculous. Also, well, I, yeah, I like Judge as a first name as long as it's not the person who's deciding if I go to jail or not. <laughs> they, um, yeah. but I also noticed. I think Tom Waits just had a bunch of plastic surgery. Tom Waits. Yeah, or he had a facelift, and I'm just like, dude, no. Well, yeah, it's what like, are you after? It's like Kenny Rogers because it, it it was just like, dude. It was never about how good you looked. You were like a weird fucking like weird, weird no like drooling bar piano guy. This, like this is not uh, this guy. No, Tom didn't get no. Look at Tom. Tom waits today. He definitely has. He definitely got a, at least a facelift. He oh, he got like an yeah. eye stretched. Yeah, he would no. Look at some. There might even be some more modern pictures. I saw. He's he's looking really good today, and it, he's got kind of like the eye. He kind of got like oh, the, listen, he got listen, like a, like Michael toes. Michael hey, guys, Douglas was like, I got toes. a guy for you. Yeah, listen, guys, watch your toes. I'm gonna watch your toes, boys. I'm gonna drop a name. I know Tom. Tom was one of the leads. Oh, the that's right. A couple right, right, right. years ago, he's really like uh, he's a real health healthy liver. Oh, so maybe like, that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is because he, he was good. like he was definitely Tom. Back in 2016, 2017, when we shot my pilot, and he was in it. See, this he was is. Like, I mean, this because right here he looks like a new like that, Ryan, no, yeah, like yeah. Ryan Bingham. Yeah, he guy. got he got a little. He just no. I think he just ran into Michael Douglas at a party, and, <laughs> and Douglas was like, "Look, you're gonna love this procedure, kid." He's just like, like, no <laughs> one's gonna make know. no one's gonna make fun of you online. They might know on Cam Good Boy. And then when he's kind of like it stretches the forehead a little bit. And then, yeah, dude, I don't like I don't like this guy. Uh, no. well, I mean, I like his early movie. He's Judd. Um, what's it? Judd Jarvis. Judd Jarvis. Jud, 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 I just. I just. I don't know. Yeah. Miss me on like the cool silver fox. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not into it. Yeah. I like the. I like uh, Jim permanent vacation and uh, and Stranger Than Paradise. Stranger Than Paradise. Yeah. But then it just becomes stupid. And then it, then his movies now now become like A list actors just to be in a of course in yeah. a in a Jim Jarmusch movie. Yeah. That's, exactly. That's utter shit. I don't know. I, I don't know. Nick Cage. I don't even remember. I don't even remember what his last movie was. Frankly, I, I was never really a big Jim Jarmusch guy. I mean, there's the early stuff you mentioned. Yeah. Just another one of these guys that's for some reason obsessed with putting Bill Murray in his movies. It's just oh, like, Jim Jarmusch. Yeah, it's like Jim Jarmusch, Sofia Coppola, Wes Anderson. It's just like really, you got no other actors that are interesting that you want to use. Like Bill Murray, to me. He was the last interesting thing he was into me was like stripes, screws. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Um, yeah, I'm not into. I look. I love Bill Murray, but like, I do not like it. I don't like this old. I don't Bill like what Murray. he's turned into. No, it's, it's just not. This... It's not funny. Yeah, and not just because Bill Murray in it, it's going to be great. No, that movie looks horrible. Yeah, that well, no, it's not even, no, but, but no, but it's also because of his persona off camera has become a brand. Like, yeah. oh, you can never get a hold of him. You have to leave a message on an answering machine, and maybe he'll get back to you. And oh, he drives a golf cart around Sweden. And oh, like he'll show up, <laughs> like, and, like oh, he'll show up in like ten bar 
It's some dive, some divey dump in the middle of Brooklyn. You know, it, it, the problem is, is it, the problem is, is that's what turned me off. This idea that he was just showing up in Brooklyn yeah. and pouring drinks. I was like, fuck it, see you later. Hey, man. Like, by the way, like, you know what he's teeing himself up for, though. So yeah, there was a moment in time where it was like, yeah, he would show up to like loft parties in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, awesome. He's going to suffer that same fate that Henry Rollins did that time he went into the uh, the record store to uh-huh. do that uh, piece for whatever it was, and those hipster girls start chirping him. Right. There's going to come a time where he goes into the bar and someone's going to be like, yo, dude, who's this old dude? <laughs> yo, old dude, what are you be doing behind the bar, man? Right, right. Yo, get out of here. <laughs> Who is this guy? Yeah, right. So, totally. No, I haven't seen Caddyshack. <laughs> no, dude, honestly, doing things What are like you that, talking going, about? Going into, right. random, going into random parties and random houses. <laughs> so true. It's only fun when you're not famous. You know, when you just wander into a place and you're a total stranger, that's when that's really fun. Yeah. Frankly. You know, I mean, my brother and I were wandering through the streets of Mexico City, like, late one night, and there was a raging party, house party, and my brother and I just walked in, and everyone's like, who the fuck are those guys? And it was great. And, you know, we weren't oh. famous, and no one had to put us on the gram. Yeah. We just sort of... That can also the way, that can go either way. That too. can also yeah. backfire. Yeah. <laughs> I almost got like beaten to death uh, crashing wedding in Austin one time. It was not okay. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it was bro. like the dudes and the, it was like the. Did we crash the reception? Or you crashed the reception? It was. It was no. It was the. Oh yeah. I just. I just walked down the aisle. <laughs> no. It was. It was the ceremony. It was the ceremony, and it was late. It was late, and I was just like walking back from the bar, and I just like popped in, and I like I was dancing, and like. A couple people was like, oh, yeah, I guess this guy. And like, then like some like Lindsey Graham dude came up. He's like, hey, son, who do you know here? (laughs) What are you doing here? And then like the khaki butt guys (laughs) came up and they're like, hey, Papa, is this what's what's going on, daddy? Is this okay?" It's like, no, it's not okay. I don't know who this boy is. Who are you? Who do you know here? (laughs) Then just like (laughs) and it was it was it was like I didn't even have the chance to be like, I'm just sorry. I'm out of here. It was like almost like the doors in carry like shut by themselves. (laughs) guys just come out like in the charlottesville fucking, yeah, i was just gonna say that it's like it's like candles. tiki torches right? yeah I, it was like it was so the vibe listen, was no, so listen, bad there's, oh, etiquette these, there's etiquette to these things see if you go into one of these parties and immediately and, and you immediately you know enchant all the pretty women yeah then you're liable to get oh, your fucked. ass yeah Go in, hang on the hang on the fringe. Slowly make your way to the bar. Make a few friends as you do. So then everyone's confused by the time you've been revealed as uh, not belonging whatsoever. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't do a good job because I I still hadn't showered from the party boat that afternoon, and it was like I was like it was like it was like eleven at night, and I was in like board shorts <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. like a fucking like wet t shirt, right, like, right. from sweating through like. It was like the, that combination of like sweat and like lake water. Oh, it was, God. yeah. It was oh, just man. Like, they were not feeling it, man. But it was scary. I was actually like, dude, and I had to like bolt for it. I had to get out of there because they were looking to fucking beat some ass. It was like going to be a fucking Southern boy beat down. Yeah, uh, uh, I remember that you telling that story, and yeah, I, I know exactly what those dudes were like. To yeah. like hey, who do you know here? Yeah, and those khaki. Yeah. But who like, are you here? Who are you? Do you know here? Yeah, you know if I if nothing I like, is, nothing is nothing nothing is worse than righteous indignation from a group of guys who you know are secret cokeheads and uh, also all you know, dealing with their 
you know, burgeoning homosexuality, which is most of which is most of which is most of Texas. Oh, we just lost all our Texas support. <laughs> Hey. Uh, but uh, yeah, I you know I don't need like if I let's say randomly I was playing poker uh, at my house and I like let's say I took Molly out and like Bill Murray was out there and he was like you like heard maybe the laughter and the music in here he's like oh what do you got going on in there oh mind if I come on and play a few hands I I would almost kind of want to be like uh, no yeah like I don't want Bill Murray out here yeah. I don't know. I'm not like, into this. Should, could, go to Toby McGuire's house. <laughs> You're just like we're like having a good yes, time. No, like no, we don't no, need no, you no, here. No, here's how you would deal with it. You would say, "Yeah, sure," but you, Bill Murray, have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. You can't leak that you came to my random uh, poker party. He knows he's doing it for publicity. That's why. Yeah, or, exactly. or no, you know, we're gonna find out. That I went to Camp Good Boy and played poker. No, you know what? I would I would say yes because it would be funny to see the looks on everybody's faces. But I'm, I'm also just like I don't have the desire to have Bill Murray at my party. Yeah, I'm right. I'm good. I don't like this whole thing about like and he'll do that thing where like those guys are walking through the airport and they saw Bill Murray and they're like, oh shit, Bill Murray. Hey, would you could do you think we could do this thing where we walk through the airport together and do it in slow mo? Yeah. I'm just like I don't know. He's like, he's doing this thing because he wants to. Yeah, he wants it's publicity and to stay relevant yeah. and cool. And I'm not that. I'd into be like, it. hey man, c- will you do the last five minutes of Requiem for a Dream? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. No, you know what it was? You, you, it yeah, was you play it was, all parts. It was cool when you first saw it. Like, oh, haha, that's funny. Those guys did that with Bill Murray. Now that it's always happening, it's like, oh, yeah. all right, Johnny, cool. No, it's the, just he's like, the, yeah, he's ba- it's like the the guy with the ocean spray and the skateboard and the Fleetwood yeah, Mac. Just like, dude, and yeah. He got, he was like, oh, this is, I'm so cool. But I actually can't believe that, like, especially like hipster culture or cool culture, let has let it go on this long because they let, by the time something's cool, it's already out of the, and a lot of the things he was doing, it was, yeah, it was like the slow walking from the Wes Anderson or going to like a, a loft party in, in Williamsburg or something. Like, I'm surprised it hasn't been like, Dude, who do you know here, dude? Get out of here. But I also think that it's not so much a hipster thing. It's also like a like that website, The Chive. Yeah. It's like a Chive like bro thing too. Right. That they just love Bill Murray. And I see like those stickers on the back of people's car. Like, I don't know. I, for me, I don't think he's made a good movie since Groundhog Day. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. To be honest. I would be... Because I, I didn't even love uh, Lost in Translation when I first saw it. I didn't it. like it. I think I didn't, I didn't. I didn't like Murray as the as a movie star because he's never been that guy. He's always been sort of like the goofball kind of stuff. I just didn't buy it. I just don't like old Bill Murray. I, Sorry, you know like, what would have been great in that role? You know what would have been great in that role? I like that. By, by the way, I hated that movie when I first saw it. On second, I've seen it three times now. On the second and third viewing, I actually liked it a lot more. Only because I'm obsessed with Tokyo and I've never been. I mean, really, I really have got, I really want to go because it just looks fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Harrison Ford would have been great in that role. Yeah. You know, like, no, you know, no. Harrison like, Ford can show up to poker night. I'm, <laughs> I'm yeah. cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. You know, you know, been, would, you know <laughs> there was a moment where like other agents were like, "Hey, Chevy, hey, Chevy, you should go show up at like somebody's house uninvited." And he probably tried to, and it was like, "This doesn't work." Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> this it's is weird. Just, this isn't like, exclusively oh, Chevy, a Bill, Bill Murray sure. thing. Yeah, you know what, dude? I'm just not obsessed with Bill Murray like the rest of the fucking world. So yeah. sorry, <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, and sorry. Sorry if I offended Texas also, listeners. I love Texas, but sometimes when I hear the great state of Texas is threatening my boy Brandon for going yeah. to a wedding reception in some board shorts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, man, I saw the I heard the cringiest thing on Larchmont a few days ago. Uh, 
it was I was walking down the street with Molly and this she noticed this other dog and this the one dog got up and was starting to bark. Yeah. And the owner was like, Fauci, no. Oh God. I was like, come on, man. Oh, and you God. know but Fauci is somebody it was definitely like it was definitely like a COVID dog. I think they got like a senior COVID dog and named him Fauci. I was oh, like, dude, you gotta be God. fucking kidding me. No. <laughs> like, hey, I like, no. I like, I like and respect Dr. Fauci, but that's naming your dog or your kid Fauci, yeah. which will no, happen, no, by no, the way. No, that's gonna be no, no, literally, that's gonna be like in the next. That's gonna be in next month's issue of us stars. They're just like us. Yeah. Here's Ryan Gosling and his dog Fauci. <laughs> yeah. God, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I want to. I get. I, no. I'd rather it, you get a dog and be like, COVID, no, <laughs> COVID nineteen. Here, come here. <laughs> Just uh, naming yeah, your dog. Outrageous. Or naming your dog Epstein. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now I can. Yeah, if I heard that, actually, Jeffrey, if I heard Jeffrey, that guy, Epstein, if I heard that guy Epstein, on Lars, you get like, over here right now. Epstein. No, not Jeffrey. We we had the name before that. All. No, <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah. no, yeah, yeah, yeah. We named him after Jeffrey. Yes, Jeffrey <laughs> Epstein. I couldn't believe the guy yeah. named his dog Fauci it was so stupid. Epstein. <laughs> Dude, that's a great next dog. That'd be hilarious. I heard somebody call their dog Fauci. Like Fauci, come here, come here, boy. But he yeah. said I, the way I he said it. Like, oh, have you met my German shepherds? This is Jeffrey, and that's Epstein. <laughs> but there's definitely, there's definitely there Fauci, emotional support. Fauci's going to be a baby name. I'm going to Google that right now. Yeah. Actually, it, it absolutely. No, will. and then like you know, there's like some of these like you got the hipster parents. It's like Mike D. It's like his, <laughs> yeah, his Ad-Rock. Name is D. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Mike D. Johnson. Baby name Fauci. <laughs> yeah. A former, uh, uh, I don't know. Jesus. It's just so stupid. I couldn't believe it. No, you know what? I could believe it because I was like, wait a second. I'm in L.A. on yeah. Larchmont. It was a lurchin? No, it makes sense. It was a lurchin? <laughs> That's what we've been calling uh, the people who hang out on Larchmont. Lur- lurchins. Lurchins? Yeah. Nick, we got to get you back here. Yeah. Well, now. I'll be back. Don't worry. I'll be back. I'll be back, guys. I'll be back. Yeah, Wait, I, all... I actually, it's not so bad doing the podcast with the mask. All our <laughs> listeners want to know where uh, Robert Duvall is. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Well, speaking of speaking of judges, um, he's played like. Oh yeah, years. that's right. He was. Oh yeah. Um, I still you know. I still there's no Duvall sighting. Oh, that movie, The I Judge, mean, was horrific. Yeah, that Bob, thing was terrible. Like, Bo- I, Bobby Doves. Bobby yeah. Dews, like Bobby Dews. The problem, the thing with Bobby Dews, it's like I, I, you know, Bobby Dews. There's some guns. There's some guns in the house that I'm in. So maybe if I swing a shotgun, like I just walk with it, like over my shoulder, a little bit like Mad Max, like Road Warrior. Yeah. You know how he? I loved how he carried the shotgun, yeah. where it was like a barbell over the back of his, like on his shoulders. I don't know. Oh, that'd be Maybe great. Not. No, if you if you started walking around the neighborhood with a gun and just the, his gate just magically opens, yeah. it's like, hey, like, hey, 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 <laughs> you just hey what's going on, buddy? Come on yeah. in. Uh, now, Bobby yeah, Dude. Exactly. No, 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 no. Or I humiliate my oldest daughter like he did when he was the great Santini. I'm like, come on, man, come on, come yeah. on. Like the Wait, basketball. He says, he says, you wipe that smile off your face, I'll knock every freckle off your face. <laughs> now, Bobby Dooves, Bobby Dooves could come into my party to bartend. As long yeah. as as long as he, but the caveat being, you have to do the basketball scene for Santini. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, you, right. all right, go knock a basketball <laughs> on that dude's head over there. He's like, don't worry, he'll be fine. He's a huge, great Santini fan, <laughs> and he's got to wear that cut off uh, yeah. sweatshirt. Oh, that's oh man, the, the, cut off the sweatshirt with the and it's got like it's not just the sleeves; it actually kind of goes down part of his. Uh, well, I think that was like a marine suit. that had to, that was like yeah. a marine style because he has that in Full Metal Jacket. The, right. When you cut the sleeves off of a sweatshirt, sweatshirt yeah, you're it's fucking, a different. In the you're Basketball in it, yeah. 
You white, white, good, like that, that smile off your face. I'll knock every freckle off your face. <laughs> Dude, he's great. I was watching Deep Impact last this past weekend, and he's yeah. in that. And he's like the, hey, hey, he brings hey, hey to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 oh, hey. Oh, God, I forgot he was in hey, Deep hey. Impact. Yeah. Jesus, that movie, man, I got to tell you, neither one of those, neither one of those meteor movies has aged very well. Armageddon. I, was, I, I, I turned on Armageddon the other day because I was like, I'll just watch something so fucking stupid. And I'm like, after 10 minutes, I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. Yeah. So it doesn't do it for me anymore. Deep Impact, Deep Impact kind of holds up a little bit. I, I, I get really, I get kind of emotional at the end when uh, Ron Eldard, yeah. he's saying goodbye to his kid through the screen and he's blind. He can't see him. Right. Oh, man, he's great. He's like, be good, Orin. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Hey, by, by the way, speaking of which, speaking of, I just got a, a, a thing that there's an asteroid shower coming. Is that, a, is that a thing or is that just like a weird Apple cool story? <laughs> it's like we're, we're actually in it right now. Like we're actually in an actual deep impact. An asteroid shower. Hey. hey. Let's see. Asteroid shower. Bobby Dooves. Bobby Dooves. Believe me. Believe me. Now, now, if I see Bobby Dooves, and this is, and this is, uh, this is like, uh, to all of our, uh, all the campers out there, I will actually do something I absolutely abhor, which is grab a screen, grab a grab a grab a photo with. Because nice. Bobby nice. Dews, Bobby Dews, I feel like is best case scenario. I mean, he's got to be ninety, yeah, ninety one, ninety two. Um, so he's maybe I don't know, not you know, maybe maybe a year, maybe a couple years left here. Does, That's one of those I'd be like, okay, it's like Bobby Dubes and Gene Hackman. Those are two guys. If I saw them, I would throw away my usual rule and be like, come on, man, let me get one picture with you. Do you? Does that way, he? Does that he way ha- when you? That way when you? Die, that way when you die in a couple weeks, I can put this on the Instagram. Be like, I love this guy. Yeah. <laughs> D- does he have a basketball hoop in his garage in his uh, driveway? I can't see the problem. The problem is the problem is his house is perfectly situated in a way where you can't, if you drive, it's so massive. There's so much land you yeah. can't actually see the structure from the main road. Right. You, you can't see him abusing his kids with a basketball. Not even you can, and you can't. And subterfuge to get closer is hard because. There's so many damn dogs and animals everywhere. Yeah. But by the way, yeah, a lot of people hit me up like with clips from Santini after we were talking about last. I mean, it's it's such a great, it's so good. It's such a great movie that's just kind of drifted away. But yeah. Um, anyways, Bobby well, Dudes. Well, we're back to. Uh, I'm actually we didn't squeeze enough out of Santini the last episode, so I'm, I'm happy we did. But now that we're <laughs> doubling up on uh, content, how much time we got left? We got about two minutes. Two minutes. You know what that means. That's right, folks. It's time for the Camp Get My Shout Out! Yeah. Why don't you tell the listeners who we're giving shout outs to this week? I, I was thinking of something because, so for those of you who don't know, the song that I play there is Kiss Shout It Out, yeah. or Shout It Out Loud. Mm-hmm. And I thought it'd be so funny if, like, in five years or so, let's, depending on how big the podcast gets, yeah. Kiss finds out that we do this and they're, like, playing a show and it's just like they're playing that song and then it's like, I just want to slow it down real quick. Yeah. We discovered this uh, this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that'd be great. All right. So let's see. We got nice. shout outs this, this week. Um, hey, shout out Steven, Streethawk66. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out Francie Pansy. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Rat Sacrificer. Hey, shout out. Shout out. Shout out. Hey, shout out Apex J117. Shout out. Shout out. I think these shout are some out. new followers. Uh, hey, shout out Mr. Theodosis. Shout out. Shout out. Ooh, shout out Mr. Theodosis. <laughs> hey, shout out uh, uh, 
Queen Quirk. Shout out. Shout out. Or Quirky, maybe. Queen Quirky. Shout out. Shout out. Uh, hey, shout out. Chrissy added this. Shout out. Shout out. And shout then last one, shout out Nugsy Bogues. <laughs> I like that. Shout out. Shout out, guys. Thanks for, thanks shout for supporting out, the page. Nugsy yeah. Uh, oh, you know what a funny prank would it would be to play on a friend of yours? Let's say a friend is calling you up for like whatever, uh-huh. and uh, instead of answering the phone, being like, "Hey, what's up?" You just answer the phone like in the girlfriend voice. You're just like girl- girlfriend voice. You're like, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." Hey. He's just here to like get like his like keys that he left here. You're just like, "Yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, that voice." Hey. Oh man. I'm just going to start doing that anytime my friend calls. Hey. Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey. What are you doing? Hey. <laughs> What's going on, Nick? Hey. We should just, it's we, just like, we should uh, do a whole podcast in hey, that Hey, dude, can I come in? <laughs> like, I left oh, my hat I'm there. Still, I'm so sleepy. This here's saying I'm so sleepy. What are you doing? Can you come, come back later? <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> That voice is hilarious. I think Bill Murray's here. Is that Bill Murray? Bill <laughs> Murray. <laughs> oh no, it's Bobby Dooves. It's Bobby Dooves. No, I thought it was Bill Murray. It's Bobby Dooves. He's got his basketball. I think they're going to do the Santini scene for a podcast. Okay, bye. I guess, you know, I guess it kind of works that Bill, I really, he's really the only person that can do the random show up. Yeah. Because if it was like Robert Duvall, would be yeah. like, yo, this is weird. No, I'd be like, yo, are we in trouble? <laughs> yeah. It would be so strange. Because I don't think when Robert Duvall shows up to your house, he's not happy about something. No, yeah, no. You're like, your kid's crying too loud at the, the Airbnb next door. Like, it's like, yeah, I feel like if Robert Duvall, because um, I actually know a story. I know an executive, uh, uh, a TV executive, and Robert Duvall, it was one of his first uh first uh shows that he was working on and robert duvall was on the was on the episode or was in this in the pilot or whatever it was and he was so excited and as soon as he walked up i mean duvall's been working with executives for his whole entire life as soon as he walked up duvall just turned and goes fuck off kid wow yeah yeah he didn't want to hear anything that, that that he and i mean this guy's a very smart guy, intelligent person. He just he knew it was an executive. He was gonna come like talk to him about something that they were gonna try and do for the thing. Right. And he didn't he must have known that walk up on so many fucking things. Oh and wow. just turned yeah. and told the kid to fuck off. Don't tell Bobby Dooves. Yeah. Yeah. Well there's a great we're story. Doing a basketball scene. I don't need any notes. The the the, the late great Sean Connery yeah. uh, said that he was on the set of the he was on the set of The Rock, which yeah. Michael Bay directed, and I think Michael Bay went up to him to try to talk about the acting, and he was like, don't talk to me. Go over there and blow something off. <laughs> it's like, I got it, dude. Yeah. Like, go handle your action yeah, shit. Totally. Don't fucking talk to me. Yeah. Don't give me this any notes. This is my first rodeo. <laughs> no. I love that movie. Yeah, go blow something. That's so great. Well, all right. Uh, great uh, political correspondence. Uh, Nick Scott's back in the... House. I, are, oh, is this it until I'll Thanksgiving? See you Listen, I'll be soon. I'll be back soon. I'll be back soon on the sunny, sunny on the best coast. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, we'll have to do a we'll have to do a socially distanced, masked up, all in person sesh. And we've got yeah. guys. 
we also got to hit some, uh, hopefully it'll still be open, we got to do some talking KBBQ and some yeah. uh, and some random peeping Tom loitering. No, let's definitely do that. I mean, are, are, there, are, you, are you feeling like things are going to be shutting down in L.A. or is it really that getting that bad? I, I, get the I, I, I have the impression things are shutting down everywhere. I, I don't know. But is, this, sure. is this real or is this just propaganda for to make Trump look like an even bigger loser and just... I think there's. I read that there's the national lockdown's not going to happen. It's yeah, just going to be little pockets. Yeah, there's never going to be a national lockdown. I don't lockdown. know. I don't know. I don't know. Everything is listen. Everything is nuts. And I also just read before we were about to sign off. This is just breaking that this Georgia Secretary of State has just come out and said, "Lady G, Lady fucking G, Lindsey motherfucking Graham has been trying to pressure him to toss legal ballots." Wow. So. And that's in the state of Georgia. Wow. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I, I think, I look, I think we're in for a very chaotic, wacky, uh, couple weeks. Fortunately, Thanksgiving is next week. What are you guys, what are you boys doing? You, you guys staying down in uh, the LA? Or are you going to meet Springs, your parents? Baby. We're going to Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. Oh, nice. The classic Palm Springs Murphy extravaganza. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I don't know if this will be the last episode before Thanksgiving. Maybe we'll squeeze one more. Oh, we can do another one. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Wait, but also, okay, so when, so the guy throws the ballots away, and then, okay, so Trump wins Georgia? Cool, and they still lost the electoral vote. So yeah. what the fuck does it matter? Also, that won't happen. Right. So, I mean. Well, right, well. They, 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 <laughs> they ship me out to the It's not over until it's over. Yeah, but by the way, I'm still holding on to the bizarro 2020 era is over. Like, even though, yeah, Trump was being, like, a little de- difficulty, like, that whole, like, the whole, like, bizarro 2020 Thing feels like it's wrapping up. Yeah. Oh, because Dogface 208 saved it. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He rode a skateboard and yep. saved it. He saved 2020. And now he dances every day and he saved it. Yeah. According to well, the internet. You know what? It, someone needs to tell him he saved it and we don't need his help anymore. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm sick of the fucking... <laughs> I don't even clips. follow him. I... All right. So, uh, Dogface 208, if you're listening, put your, <laughs> put, your, put your skateboard away and your ocean spray away. All right. All right stay safe, everyone. Bye, boys. Bye.